0: Welcome to the next podcast by SLC Biz. Each episode, we will discuss topics that are relevant, knowledgeable, and encouraging to the students at SLC School of Business. I am your podcast host, Lindsay, and I want to give a special welcome to all the new listeners. Thank you for joining this episode of the next podcast. Today I have River with me. Um, I guess thank you for coming on today. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: Excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you. Um, I guess to get started, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, so hello everyone. My name is River. Um, I use they them pronouns. I'm a non-binary student on campus. I I'm uh, part of the HR program in the three year, but also I consider myself a fan of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Magic the Gathering, and also the art of comedy and learning how to make people laugh. That's awesome.
0: And speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, um, that's where I've headed out afterwards is my kids wanted me to take them to the new movie. So we'll see how that is.
1: <laughs> I get to see it Sunday. I'm very excited. That's Awesome. Especially because my partner gets free movie tickets. So I'm like sick. I don't even have to pay this <laughs> even better.
0: Yeah, that is. That's very awesome. I miss. I used to work in a movie theater, so I, I miss the free movie classes.
1: Um.
0: So how has your uh, journey at SLC been so far?
1: Yeah, I think there's been a lot of great opportunities and experiences. Um, there are such a diversity of students, I've gotten like the absolute privilege of meeting, Um, but I would say it was definitely rough at the start of the semester, Um, coming from a background of my first go at college not being successful from undiagnosed learning disabilities, but also I found a lot of my peers were not familiar with people who used they them pronouns and what that means. But also I encountered like various like staff and faculty on campus who I was a little surprised that they were also quite like uncomfortable or like resistant to. And that, that caught me a little bit more off guard. I was surprised, but I would definitely say like after the first week it got better from there. Like, the, the first week was the hardest week. I didn't feel connected to, like, people who understood who I was. And that made me feel, like, really isolated. And that's not what you experience, like, when you're going into college. Like, I was ready to jump in and, like, find my crowd and, like, build a little community. And it just wasn't that when I thought I would get to. But after the first week, I was able to find, like, some faculty members and staff, like, instructors that were great allies, like, especially one of my teachers. Like, we've had in-depth conversations about, like, how do we build a classroom to be inclusive to a wide range of students? Um, I can only speak on so many subjects, but, like, I definitely gave a background of, like some neurodiversity, but also some trans experiences. But then also I was able to connect with uh, Carmen Law who works in, I believe her title is Di- Director of Diversity, Belonging and Equity, but I might have the word slightly wrong. Regardless, like in speaking with different people, I've definitely gotten a groove of it and I'm glad that I was able to stick it out, but it was, it was definitely surprising that that was the introduction. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm glad you were able to overcome some of those challenges. Um, has that been probably the most challenging thing so far about uh, the college or has there been other challenging?
1: Yeah, things? I mean, I would say it's probably like the biggest emotional challenge. Um, I think my academics were are doing quite well, but... And I, and I don't want to understate like how phenomenal the college has been overall, but from feeling like nobody was open and understanding around my identity it it was affecting me emotionally like the daily experiences of being misgendered and having people use terms that just don't represent who I am it it weighs on you. Um, and when, and I, I don't think it's a surprise to anyone. When you're not feeling good emotionally, mm. your academics suffer, and your well-being also suffers, and it just kind of trickles into different areas.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, now, I had a question for you, and it, it's, I guess, something that I have made mistakes with myself is mispronoun, like mispronouncing somebody and not using the right pronouns. If, if someone were to make that mistake what is
1: the best way to correct themselves yeah I think that that's a great question um and truth be told like it happens to the best of us I work very hard to make sure I always get people's pronouns correct um but I've even slipped up from time to time Mm -hmm. I would say the biggest piece of advice I have is to not make it about you in that scenario, it's hard because when you use the wrong pronoun for someone, you feel bad and you want to apologize to the person and let them know that that's not what you meant and it it was just a slip up and they understand who they are or whatnot. But those moments um, aren't necessarily the best way to do it because it can bring more attention to The fact that somebody isn't getting uh, spoken to in a language that they would prefer. Mm. So definitely the best course of action is to correct yourself and then, like, go forward. So, for example, if somebody uses the pronoun he, but they accidentally were called she, it would be, oh, yeah, she was doing, sorry, he was doing, and then continue on. um, to. Like just giving a quick sorry and then not making like a big show of it tends to be the better way to go. That's good for,
0: for me to know. I know I, I've made that mistake a few times and I, I just never know what the right uh, way to correct myself is. So. Yeah.
1: And like that that advice tends to carry over with a lot of different ways that people unintentionally misgender someone. Mm-hmm. Same idea of like, I've had teachers say like, oh, you're a big girl, you can do this. And it's like, oh, no, I'm you can just say I'm an adult. I I don't like the term girl because I, I don't view myself that way. Um, and then they go, oh, absolutely. And then sorry. And then they continue on and they don't mm-hmm. like that. That is the other piece is it's important to realize if you're in the pattern of using the like the incorrect pronoun or terms for someone take the time to like mentally think oh wait I need to ensure I'm not doing this constantly yeah it's the I think the effort and the acknowledgement go a long way oh for sure and
0: um speaking of I heard that you have try you're trying to start up a club as well on campus
1: I am uh I have a a fellow trans comedian her name is autumn um we actually met each other through the uh comedy stand-up workshop hosted at SLC when we were um we were it was a workshop presented by I believe his uh, last name's pronounced Knopf so it was Bobby Knopf um hopefully he's not listening because I definitely pronounced his last name wrong. (laughs) Um, But regardless, that's how Autumn and I met and we're both students on campus. And it's like, well, being a, like having a comedy club would be great to practice these skills, but there's also a lack of queer representation on campus. Um, So, we kind of are trying to do two for one in that having a comedy club is something that's light and fun and brings joy to people. And it's not always going to be like, oh, get up there and practice your stand-up. Like Mm. we're looking at having like nights where we just watch a comedy movie or getting group tickets to go watch a show. It doesn't have to be about performing comedy if that is not where a person wants to be. Mm. But at the same time, we also want to have at least, uh, like, a concrete area that students can go to if it's like, oh, I need, like, people who are in my community who understand, like, my thoughts and feelings on these subjects. Yes, and
0: for any of the listeners who are interested in joining you, what is the best way to do that?
1: Yeah, uh, right now, I've just got my student email uh, posted on the the posters, but uh, if you're listening, you can email river.stone at student slcu.on.ca, all that jazz, Um, and through there I'll get your contact information and we can get that going. Yes.
0: Um, And another question I had for you, um, I know Pride um, Week will be happening in June, um, and for any of the students, I'm sure you've been to many of the events, um, for um, any student that's new to Kingston, what do you suggest uh, that they Go check out while that's going on.
1: Yeah. I mean, just to clarify, are you thinking, like, through the college specifically or through, like, Kingston in general? Just Kingston in general. Yeah. um, Some great communities I found. There's one called Beaver Lodge. And they started as, like, a lesbian pride group. But they've really expanded to be, like, a large, you know, range of different queer people. And they're more of, like, a social club. Um, So they always run events. There's also the Trans Fam Kingston. That one looks to support uh, trans individuals as well as their family members. And then there's also Beyond the Binary through, uh, I believe the group is pronounced Trellis. And then there's also the Trans Joy Club, which is a club I'm also a part of. That's one um, run by a couple of us that can be found through Instagram. But Pride Kingston tends to be the one that is kind of the the mothership, if you will, through the Kingston Pride website, you can see the variety of events going on, or the different organizations they're connected to, like, Years for Queers. Okay,
0: yeah, I've I've definitely been to Years for Queers, so I I do know that one.
1: (laughs) There's definitely, like, a lot of different ways to get connected, Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're looking for, like, the easiest introduction, I would recommend finding maybe one of the the groups that identifies, like, with something you're interested in. Mm. Um, so whether it's, like, you're looking for like, some femme-aligned uh, queer people, definitely Beaver Lodge is great. They have a lot of really cool people. If you're looking for something, like, trans-specific, you know, I'm going to be biased and recommend the Trans Joy Club because I'm one of the board members, but there's also Beyond the Binary or Trans Fam Kingston. They're definitely out there. Okay. That's good. Um, a little bit of a
0: different direction, but I do have to ask, cause I ask everybody this question. Um, and we talked a little bit about movies before, but what's your favorite movie?
1: See, here's the issue. Okay. I am non-binary and I'm, and I experience multi-gender attraction. I've never made a choice in my life. I don't know how (laughs) I'm supposed to pick my favorite movie when there's so many good ones. true. I have a Um, hard time picking too. Yeah. Like, growing up, I can say the movie I watched the most was Mulan. Mm -hmm. Um, one, because who doesn't love, like, a badass woman who's kind of saving her entire country? Yeah. But two, the songs absolutely slap. (laughs) Yes, yes. as an adult my favorite movie would probably be Grand Budapest Hotel okay yes I believe I've watched that one so I do know which one Anderson is is a is a great director I I love a lot of his movies but something about Grand Budapest Hotel I think just the the concepts in the story is really Mm -hmm. like it just gets your attention
0: oh for sure Um, now I guess last question I have for you um, is if you could go back to uh, your younger self, like just out of high school, what kind of advice would you give yourself?
1: Oh, that's a tough question. Um, if I would give myself younger, younger self advice, I think, uh, I think the sooner you start to be honest with yourself, the, the sooner you'll be happier. That's good advice. Yeah. I think a lot of people, especially around that age, um, have a lot of ideas around who they are supposed to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was trying to be someone I wasn't and it made me unhappy. So, and I think that's something a lot of people can experience too. Yeah. experience that too. Um, so the sooner you just kind of connect with yourself and be honest about like, you know, I really am this person. Like if you were born to be a fisher, Go on and fish. Who needs to be a constructor? You know <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, is there anything else you would like to tell our my the listeners
1: while we're here? Um. Don't underestimate the value of getting connected to events on campus. Um, I think I've learned so much about opportunities within the college and different networking skills and I know everybody loves to say network this network that (laughs) but like here I am in my first year first semester and I've already got like so many great people who are ready to support me and get me to where I want in my academic and professional career so like go to campus events talk to your teachers
0: yes that's that's wonderful advice well, I do want to thank you so much for coming on. I know I've learned a lot um, and I'm sure the listeners have too. And I really do thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you. I, I'm happy to be here. I'm very talkative and always, re- if anyone ever wants to stop me, I'm always down for a conversation.
0: <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on. And I hope that the last couple weeks of school, of uh, this semester,
1: go really well for I also hope so. I will, I might need it for my math test. Just like an extra little couple uh, four-leaf clovers might be need to toss my way.
0: <laughs> I would also like to give a huge thank you to all the listeners. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and colleagues.